Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. So welcome to the Sister Let's Talk podcast. Today we have a special guest, um, very special to the podcast. Miss <laughs> 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 Delosia. <laughs> yes, it is a compliment, <laughs> my dear. <laughs> and I am so excited to be talking to Lucia um, because... Uh, Okay, let me get you, let me let you listeners know a little bit about my sister friend, entertainer, the <laughs> best, <laughs> the person that has the best giggles ever. She is Lucia. Okay. This lady has made me have, I love to dance, let me tell you right off the bat. But this lady has let me have dance parties that I've never thought I will ever do. She introduced me to that. But um, I have seen this lady um, overcome so many things in life that her testimonies had made my faith stronger. So those times when I doubt myself. Um, the things that Lucia had gone through and her attitude towards them um, has made me long to get those testimonies from her, rooted for her everywhere because I know her struggles make me strong. And when during our conversations, we came up like, hey, why don't we talk about what we've gone through and how um, in her line of work, how other things have made her um, over how she had overcome and how she see other people um, struggling with things that we might have struggled with. When she when she came up with that idea, why don't talk about it? I jumped into that wagon. So today, uh, let's hear from Miss Lucia herself. Welcome, Lucia. How are you doing today? Well, um, I, we didn't jump into the bandwagon willingly. <laughs> <laughs> When we say we talk about it, it sounds <laughs> until you realize know. it's going to be a public conversation. <laughs> multiple conversations, <laughs> multiple like, our, do we do this? And what about we do this instead? Yes, that kind of conversations. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as she said, wow, um, I'm Lucia. And I didn't know you thought of me that way. Mm-hmm. So this is good, actually. Yeah. No, I'm not going to cry. So no. the question is, who's Lucia? 
Yep, who is Lucy? <sighs> well, that's a very tough question. Um, I think partly because you can never define someone. But Lucia, if anyone would say Lu- who is Lucia, it would be uh, that I I love music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I actually do love to dance, but it's a the one man party dance. I think. <laughs> uh, and I love I love doing a lot of things so i love to explore i'm like the jack of all trades but i say i'm the master of some yeah um, that's okay yeah i love to love to try things uh yeah sometimes scared but i still will try things yeah. um i think fumi said this in her own interview is i love to make people I love when people smile when they eat my food, but I don't love cooking, so that's not dumb. <laughs> well, that is something. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm also I like anything that has to do with activity. So yeah. I mean, as we go along, I guess you figure out some other things about me. But yeah, that's that's pretty much me. And I guess some people say I should do comedy. But my sense of humor is a sarcastic sense of humor. <laughs> so I don't think I'm doing good in mainstream. Well, you never know. We might just try an episode <laughs> on the Sister Let's Talk um, comedy with Lucia. Well, you never know. That might be coming up sometime in an episode. You'll never know. <laughs> right. Oh, before I forget, um, yeah, I'm a wife. <laughs> Oh, you just remembered that. That is awesome. <laughs> and a daughter, a friend, etc. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome, Lucia. Um, so I know fun facts about Lucia. You've you've I think you've already got to know my sister friend. That's why I love her, because you never know what will come out of her mouth. That is <laughs> That's why she's so dear to me. But let's go deeper. Um, our podcast, um, as, I, as I said earlier, we have been inspired by so many people. And um, that is one thing that has caused us to think differently about um, different aspects of life. Do you have women in the Bible that have caused you to shift paradigms? When we talk about shifting paradigms, um, we talk about different things. And I know you'll come to explain what shifting paradigms mean to you. But what are women in the Bible that have caused you to shift paradigms? So um, I'll just name two. The first Mm -hmm. one. Um, Deborah. Deborah mm-hmm. is in Book of Judges. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is Ruth. Ruth also okay. has her own um, uh, book. A book in yeah. the Bible. Uh, and the reason really is these two women, completely different times, and completely different characters. But at the end of the day, with, as we're talking about mindset, they mm-hmm. had to reinvent themselves over and over. And I think that is something I can testify yeah. to. Um, 
I've moved a lot. So you move, you go into a community um, and you have to adapt and make it your own as well. So um, that's one. And then the second thing is uh, you can see the strengths in the world because when you read the stories, um, Ruth actually followed her um, mother-in-law to a land that she didn't know. And it was a land that, um, they shone on her own people and yeah. Deborah as a judge had to be everything um, and anything really yeah. we see all that we see all those strengths when they talk about these two women I mean we always point out the strengths but if you really yeah. think about it as uh, we go through life mm-hmm. you know that they weren't always like that you know that they had doubts you know they had moments where they wanted to give up you know yeah. no because that's just we're human beings we're not robots yeah. um no. so i think that's where why i love them and that you can tell that um they were not just your typical woman and yeah. i think that just i'm not just your typical woman never no definitely not and that's that's <laughs> but that's that's what we want our listeners to know that you know we see other people and i think what somebody called it um, we hear other people's testimony in a time-lapsed version you don't mm-hmm. see where they've come from you don't see the many stages of change that they've had to go through they just mm-hmm. say like hey this is where i was before i met jesus and at this moment i met jesus just everything changed in my life you don't know mm-hmm. how that changed mm-hmm. we just hear the time-lapse version of other people's testimony so i love that these women inspired you and um in the bible but hey i know you have some present day women that have and have given you inspiration because we all we all have them so for you who are those people that inspire you every day to be the lucia that we got to know well, you can never not talk about your mother. My number mm. one is my mother, mm-hmm. and actually, my father. I am I am my mother's daughter. I am also my father's daughter. In a funny way, I look like so much like my mother, but my some characters are like my dad. Mm-hmm. So uh, my mom and um, my grandmother, because she had to, it was a different era for them. Yeah. Um, uh, my mom really uh the main one well there's so many reasons but the main one of the reasons is because she taught me how to be vulnerable to know and understand that because you're vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean you're not strong uh, yeah. and it's okay to be vulnerable so yeah as I say, a character of my dad is, you know, the the man, the strong man. Mm-hmm. Um, so crying to me was weakness, but I would see my mom cry and still hold her head high. And so that was one of the inspirations for me. And I think um, it's a general statement, but f- uh, when you think about a pastor's wife or not just mm-hmm. a pastor, um, uh, a CEO that a male CEO's wife, um, even if that wife is uh, a working class woman, but mm-hmm. uh, su- behind every successful man is a woman. Mm-hmm. And so um, I take inspiration from all women, women from all works of life. Okay. 
what is one thing about those women that uh, inspire you? Like one thing that stands out to them that like, huh, this is a characteristic that it seems to be flowing through all these women that support men of high positions. What is one thing that you always say? Um, is being selfless. Selfless. You, okay. you have you have to be selfless to let others shine it doesn't mean you're not shining but um it just it's perspective it's what you deem as you being shy you you shining so it's it takes a self it's a selfless act but it's the most difficult thing to do yes definitely i like that i really like that I think you mentioned that in your interview. Actually, you mm. you're it you're it to everyone, uh, yeah. and you find you were losing yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, it, 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 and that's the behind scenes. Right? Mm-hmm. You everyone will see the successful lady or the successful man husband. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. That's a selfless woman. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've been, t- we've, I'm sure um, our listeners have been hearing a lot about us saying paradigm shift, shifting paradigms, changing our mindset, um, doing things that make us look at different perspectives, perspective of things. Um, could you think of a time in your life that you've had to shift paradigms for you to be, um, to be something to, to change momentum to change things from one place that you were to another place that you were is there something that stood out to you i know there are a lot of instances but one thing that you would like to say "Hmm, this is how i shifted from this place to another so um when i was thinking about this question it took me because we we kind of thought about it um, took me a bit to, to figure out when, what, because there's so many. Yeah. But I think one that really, really stands out for me, and um, it started when I went back to school. Um, so as uh, my, my, well, it's not really my old profession because I still practice. Um, my I went to university to become a dietitian, and then afterwards, after years of practice, I went back to school um, to become a, well, it, it, to become a PA. Uh, <laughs> it's always my dream. I mean, I love the dietetics, but this is all uh-huh. my dream. And some other time, we'll talk about how God just made it all work out. Yeah. Uh, but at this point in time, I got into a program, a school that I that I wanted. Um, it was perfect. But as a dietitian um, or whatever uh, career, when you go into medicine from a different path, career, your 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 thinking has to change. The process mm-hmm. of how you learn has to change because medicine is it's done completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so people would have said, "Oh, it's easy." I mean, you know the science; you do kind of see patients, but it's completely mm-hmm. different. So mm-hmm. uh, I had to just completely to think differently. And okay. just a quick background as to why i brought this up is just because in that time and it's not just specific to me but i think Mm -hmm. immigrants as well um Mm -hmm. 
I term I term it my wall came crashing down. It was a mm-hmm. time where I moved. Um, I was working full time. Um, I started school full time. Mm-hmm. I lived uh, in a place where I was working, where I lived was four hours from school, so I had to drive like two, twice a week. Um, wow. And obviously it's a very condensed program so you have to learn this in a very condensed form so just think about it as going to med school the first four years uh condensed into two oh my uh, gosh and also as i was i had started financially it was a it was really a struggle i just made up my mind that i'm gonna do this whatever it takes hence i was doing full-time job and then um my parents separated in the middle of all of that oh wow in a sense um it's it's the shift came because not in not as uh because emotionally i wasn't stable it wasn't Mm -hmm. that it was that there was just a lot of things going on and so i didn't have enough time to spend um studying and doing what i'm supposed to do to learn this complex uh things that we needed to learn so Mm -hmm. um because i didn't have the time and i started i i started failing and it's not the first time i've failed uh Mm -hmm. but also um this i love school so that means i've always done really well in school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, again it's not the first time i've failed um yeah. human being <laughs> so i feel several times <laughs> uh but remember this was something that i really wanted this is yeah. something that um i've been uh, i actually have a picture up on our website it's when i was two years old i have a syringe and an injection needle in my hand so it's something i knew i've always wanted yeah so if i'm failing and at this juncture of my life when everything financially i couldn't pay my school fees and then my whatever i was earning full-time job i had to now become a support for my family my mom my brother um mm-hmm. i was the breadwinner mm-hmm. and support myself etc etc which is not um uncommon for immigrants really mm-hmm. no. um and then i i failed this major class who is neuroscience um neurology and mm-hmm. uh thus the program decided that they they were going to kick me out oh, and boy. and um they thought i needed uh i needed to you know regroup and come back and 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 the program is 2 years so mm-hmm. time it happened the it starts it starts in january i think um yeah. and for me to come back it would be another year and a half oh boy yeah it is something i really loved and they don't admit a lot of people into the class so mm-hmm. so when they said that i had one more chance to take this exam without failing and to move on to the next um state yeah. and so i had to change my method of learning i had to change um at this point in time i had failed so many courses i was starting to wonder can i really do this and i think yeah. it's something we always ask ourselves whether oh, it's yeah. 
whatever it is that you feel mm-hmm. times you start questioning do i really know what i'm doing can i yeah. do this do i even have that capacity in me yes i could yeah. be a dietitian but can i do i have the intelligence i mean i i was never this person to question can i do this because yeah nothing is impossible i literally yeah. feel that way Mm-hmm. um but in this time i wasn't sure so mm-hmm. because i had this one time to 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 pass this course or i lose what i thought was i was losing my dream i had I mm-hmm. how i learned i because this learning method has always worked for me but now it's yeah. not so the first thing i did was i wrote every pathway down so the neurology pathways on a um what you call those things uh a flip chart yes so mm-hmm. those um and i pasted it on the wall of okay. my room and the dining room all around it so it was like a panoramic view um <laughs> <laughs> and if you walk into my house you think you're walking into someone who's a bit you know has gone off a bit <laughs> um, but every time i wake up I, that's what i will see when mm-hmm. i study, like i would always have this picture of these pathways in my head for me to remember and then i would copy it write it down and do the usual studying the mm-hmm. thing was because at this point in time um i was losing i mean i had support and fumi was one telling me i can do this but you will always know my mom always supported me i had other people as well but this is one thing sometimes in life no matter how much someone tells you you can do it if you don't believe you can yeah you can't it, it, you, it, can. you can't so yeah. um basically i had to now tell myself i can do this um yeah and two ways i did this was one i had sticky notes all over the place i'm a sticky mm-hmm. note lover is i can do this i wrote scriptures um as you always hear us talk in the podcast about scriptures um it is our way of life it is who we are i yeah. can do things through christ who strengthens me and yeah. there's one in someone 119 that i know more than my teachers yes I believe that I know more than my teachers according to the yeah. scripture. Yeah. Um and then the other one was my alarm clock. I changed <laughs> it. <laughs> I I my own voice as my alarm, alarm clock. <laughs> and because well, obviously I I was so tired that sometimes I would snooze so much but I changed my alarm to my voice and my voice said it was something um it was part of a sermon i had i heard from um a pastor her, her name uh-huh. um uh pastor funke mm-hmm. and she said i am fire when i'm focused oh i like that and I'm that is true when i'm focused yep yep if you like are focused uh, there's so much you can do mm-hmm. and so my alarm was i'm fire when i'm focused which means when it goes off number one it's a bit annoying number two it's in my ear all the time it reminds yeah. me who i am yeah and then my scriptures reminds me who i am in christ so yeah. i mean i had to change a lot of ways a lot of methods for me mm-hmm. to actually do this in 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 the midst of all the other things that were going on and yes i passed the exam um, yes obviously i finished the program <laughs> maybe i can yeah, finish the program 
program, but as far as I'm concerned, I finished because it's mm-hmm. not just about the what the degree is about how you practice. Because I know yeah. what I do, yeah. but I passed, and no, it wasn't an A, it wasn't a B. I don't yeah, know. it doesn't matter. You passed. That's what we want to know. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's about it. That oh my gosh, that is an awesome testimony. It is an awesome. And again, this is what we want to tell people that the struggle is real. But the one thing that God reminded us every time is you will face trials, you will face things in the world. But hey, listen, I have overcome the world and the victory is yours. So Sometimes mm-hmm. our passage to victory is totally different from somebody else. And I think it's always different because we're so unique in our own ways. But one thing that we have in common is that God has, Jesus has overcome everything. And if we are going through life in him, with him, through him, we mm-hmm. are more than conquerors. And that is what I hear from your story. And I I love your story. I love that, especially that because all of us want to want to be somebody in life, and that is what God made us to be: to be fruitful, multiply, mm-hmm. subdue the earth, have dominion over it. Mm-hmm. That is who we really are, and um, it's just reminding ourselves every time of who we really are. So, mm-hmm. um, Lucia, to close this time, I if there's one thing that you will tell somebody that is almost about to give up in life, somebody that is saying, this is not for me, just like you questioned yourself, that this challenge is too much, I can't do it. Um, what is one thing you will say to that sister right now that will say that, that you would like to live with them that is that you're passionate about learn to ask for help okay really learn to ask we always i mean there are many reasons why we don't ask for help sometimes mm-hmm. you are shy sometimes yeah. you're not confident enough you think someone you know they'll think you're stupid or it's mm-hmm. a stupid question or mm-hmm. whatever reason um yeah. but for me that was it learn to ask for help um the people that helped me through they were they were not your typical it wasn't a tutor it wasn't in this in this situation wasn't a tutor it were other people that i just like you know what i really have to and i'm i'm bad at asking for help because mm-hmm. as i said i think i can do all things which yeah. that's not you but um, <laughs> well, I mean, in in a sense, you can do all things, yeah. But that doesn't mean other people. It might it might include other people. Yeah. Yes, and actually, yeah. that is part of the learn to ask for help because yeah. you, even what you know, someone yeah. also knows it, and together yeah. you can even uh, have a better um, outcome. Yes. Um, so it's not about you not knowing something, but mm-hmm. together is better than yeah. working by yourself. So learn yeah. to ask for help. That is that is valuable, and that is what we want to leave with you today, um, sister. Ask for help. Ask. The Bible says, "Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock." and the door will be open to you. So until we meet again, this is Sisters Let's Talk.
thank you so much Ms. Lucier and have a great day God bless you you're welcome <laughs> and make sure you visit our website um, you will go to the link and all the information is up there yes you'll have some resources there um, that will just help you on this journey okay we'll list all the scriptures we um we um talked about in this in this episode today and go download them put them on your wall um find somebody um find, say it to yourself every day find the things that you want to remember um if you want to put a flip chat up just like miss lucia did go <laughs> ahead and do that <laughs> do what works <laughs> okay listeners see you then Reminder, you have what it takes, you just have to say it. Be a student. Only you can do what you're created to do. Visit our website www.sistersletstalk.com. That is www.sistersletstalk.com. Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite all the sisters to the lounge.